When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jingle bells, 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 I'm becoming more organized. I just ended a weekend at Buffalo at the Helium. And you guys can catch me. Where the fuck am I? Uh, I'm in Chicago at the Zanies. I, there's three different clubs. So you're going to have to go to the Chicago Zanies website for New Year's Eve, the 29th, 30th, and 31st with my uh, culturally ambiguous friend, our Marcella Arguello. I'll be at Zanies in Chicago for New Year's Eve. So ring in the new year with me. Let your New Year's Eve resolution to be not to be a boring cunt and get out of your house and come celebrate your life with me. Um, right now, I'm in the green room of the Buffalo Helium Comedy Club with one of my comedy besties and um, platonic life partner, Marty Caproni. <laughs> hey. Hey. You know what's really funny is how, like, we just finished, like, the end of those, like, what was it, five shows? Five shows. We literally, I just got off stage and, three minutes ago and like we're just like spent and then also we're like so podcast and you're like ladies and gentlemen <laughs> you're all amped up i was like oh my god where's she pulling this energy from how do it's i match like, it's a line of coke i just did off yeah. your sneaker <laughs> do an 80s style have you done drugs i've never done never done cocaine none of that uh i did a little bit of uh, weed like in college you know that doesn't not, count nah, nah i was more of a booze guy i've always yeah alcohol is good um yeah so you never like anything hardcore no, I never, I never, here's the thing, I have an addictive personality, so like everything I've ever done, like I was like, that's awesome, and I just, I obsess over it, like comedy was that way for me, everything's been that way for me, so like I knew, because I've seen enough cocaine, like I knew if I like did like a, like a grain of cocaine, it would end with me like dead on a mound of cocaine in <laughs> Las Vegas with like nine hookers, and like it would just be like my life would fall apart. You know, a what grain I mean? of cocaine. That's a great memoir title. Yeah, a grain of cocaine. Yeah, yeah right. I wish you were like I wish you were like recovering so that could be your memoir title. I wish someone cared about me enough to be like that guy should have a memoir. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone uh, listening to this right now is like, so we know all the other people. Oh, stop! You're so guy? self-deprecating. I know. Well, I can't help it because I'm you tear myself. Tear yourself apart. Yeah, it's my favorite. It <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. It's my pastime. My drive home will be five and a half hours. Five and a half hours you have to drive tonight after five nights, after five gigs. Yeah, yeah. We had fun this weekend, though. What a fun. I mean, first of all. Buffalo, New York. Yeah, I, uh, I've i never eaten this many buffalo wings in my entire How life. How many did you have today? We went to Mother's. Oh, my God. We ate that. They brought them out like a plate of Jenga. That's what you were like saying. You're pyramid. playing buffalo yeah, wing like, Jenga. Yeah, it was like buffalo wing Jenga. And I just ate. I ate. So many. You ate wings. so many. You had so many wings. I know. I had a bunch too. I had like a whole shitload. I def- for a chick. Yeah, I definitely don't know how people in Buffalo, because the people here aren't really like fat. They're like pretty thin. They're and not fat here. Attractive. I'm like, if you took this food and put it in Western Mass, like we would be nine thousand pounds. Everyone would be. How we're about they fat. keep it so thin? Like it's like wings are their their source of energy out here. Yeah. Some guy told me it was shoveling. He's like, it's because all the shoveling. <laughs> 
you know, it's like, oh, is that what he sounded like? Yeah, that's what he sounded sound like. Sounds like a creepy that's kind of what cartoon ghost. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone at the uh, Swanee uh, Cafe sounded we like. Went, last where'd time. we go? We went to Swan. It was it Swami's? Swa- Swanee. You bought me a sweatshirt, my Christmas <laughs> present. <laughs> that was. I, I shop hard, you know. I really, you really shop hard. Yeah, we yeah. were just in there tipsy, and I was like, I want the sweatshirt on the wall. The guy wasn't going to sell it to me because you, you could tell it's been on the wall since like 1976. It's literally, it's the only sweatshirt they have. It was, he, and I was like, I don't care what size it is. I'm getting it for her. She can either wear it as an evening dress. An or, evening dress. <laughs> or like if it's really small, she can give it to her dog, you know, like whatever. And the guy literally negotiated with me over it. He did. He didn't even know. You asked him if you could buy the sweatshirt. He didn't, he didn't know. even know it was behind his head. Yeah, he was like, "I don't. I've been drunk here since 1976. <laughs> I forgot that ro- we even had these." the bridge. Yeah, yeah. And I asked him what his name house. was, and he goes, "Deborah." He said, "Deborah." So I just we just called him Deborah for the rest of the night. He was like 50 years old. His name was Deborah. Best dude ever, because like the people from the comedy club who are awesome, they they came out with us, and uh, I I ordered around probably for like eight people. And you did. He, he just looked at me and he goes, I don't know, uh, 10 bucks. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. I was like, when? 10 bucks? 1923? What year is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the best. It was good. It's it always crazy. fun. We always have a good time. We do though. have a good time. We got. We were going to go, sh- what's that sport called? Curling. Curling. But our, it was fucking freezing out. Yeah, you bet. It really was Buffalo today. You got to fatten up. If, you, if you're fat, like, you know, get a little weight on you. I've, my you shins know? are too skinny for that. Yeah, you definitely would. Well, now you're L.A. too, so you're like oh, warm-blooded. And I you, am L.A. Yeah, yeah, you've totally you've totally punched out. It's weird the, how that know, happens. It, everyone I know, once they move, it's like six months later. They're like, how do you guys? 50 degrees. I'm cold. like, I need a yeah. parka. Yeah, so we're 50 degrees. I'm in shorts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, I'm in a snow I'm in a snow suit with, yeah. a, with heated, like a, something I'm plugging into a wall. I went to college in New Hampshire. So, What did you go to school for? I went to school. It's so my par- my parents would be so proud. I went to school for communications and legal studies. I was going to go. How do to law those school. two things coincide? Um, I wanted to do intellectual property law. Ah. Oh. But there was like more lawyers in law school at the time than there were practicing law, and I was like, that's probably a bad investment for hundred grand. Right. So I, when I graduated, I just got a job in business, and I was always in business for like almost twenty years. I don't know how many years, but a lot of years. And then I found comedy. You know, I don't even know. It's it's been a while now. Yeah, how long have you been doing stand up? Are you one of those comics? Like, I'm not the one. Well, actually, I only know the day that I first did stand up because it's on tape. But I, I'm not one of those ones. Like, I know it's been 370,000 shows. Yeah, no. I, do, I mean, do I know, know how many year? shows about a year I do. You know, I'm up, I'm up like, I'm going to say I spend at least two and a half hours a week on stage, yeah. one way or the other. And I'm usually up uh, probably five nights on average a week, four how many to five years? nights. Uh, I'm going to say just about seven years. Yeah. And when I, st- this is the weird part though. Like when I talk about like an addictive personality and the entire time I started stand up, the, the, the longest I've ever been off stage is nine days. That was like once. And like then when you're off, you're like, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not functioning. I was It feels jonesing. like you're missing nutrition. Yeah. I was jonesing for the stage. It's an addiction. Time. It really is an addiction because like the adrenaline and the serotonin and all of that. Yeah. And it's just like what we do, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, It'd be like, I don't know, it'd be like telling like a priest like you can't practice mass anymore or something like it's yeah. like a calling that you feel like you have to do. And and it defines you. It does. Yeah. And I was I mean, I was now like if I throw a bad set like that late that late show, I don't know how great that was. But uh, well, there's I, always one. Don't you feel like, like in the weekend, there's always that one show you're like, that was the weakest. Yeah. And you always hope that the best ones like the the last one. I know so you want to go out on a banger. Good. 
but I definitely made that really awkward because we were playing games with like the words we had to say. And yeah, all that tonight stuff. we did a game. Yeah. Sometimes we do these games where you have to, everyone has to say one word in their set. Yeah, tonight was caulk. Caulk, not, not caulk. Caulk. Caulk, like as in. Home improvement. Thank you. Tim yeah. the Two Man Taylor caulk. Yeah, you held it all the way to I'll like I'll hold the, your caulk. You, <laughs> you, you held the caulk. Uh, no, you held it to the end of your set. I waited. And, and yeah, which was great. You prematurely cockulated. I cockulated all over the place. <laughs> I pulled, this is the truth, I pulled the mic stand out of the stand and the cable fell off the back of it. Yeah. And I, I just was like, oh, here's my shot. I and you like, were saying before you went on stage, I was like, where are you going to put it? And I was like, like, I, I just wanted no it idea. to be spontaneous. Yeah, and I literally, it fell out and I go, I didn't realize I should bring my own tool belt. And have like electrical tape and caulk so I could do my show. And I was like, good, that's I'm out of so the way. I'm so jealous of that. That was, was such a beautiful thing. All it, of us put it, it strategically placed. Yeah, yeah, it was And fun. you had this little gift from heaven. It, yeah, it just, it just, so I was like, okay, whatever. And then uh, and then I just horrified the people for like uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> you did not horrify them. You that had a great so set. They were, they were, they were. They were weird. They were weird. I want to say they were good, but they're not. They're weird. Like, they, they were, were weird po- they were polite. They were polite. But they were definitely bizarre. They definitely like, they would listen and then you'd, you'd like, like they'd stay along for the ride and they'd laugh at the right moment. Yeah. But then by the next joke, they had like amnesia and they were like, they're like, why are you on stage again? Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. You know, I got to a point where I was like, I, do you guys not even want me to be here? Or yeah, should, should I, I leave? Here? I'll go. Yeah. I'll just go. Do you guys want me to put on reruns of TV shows? But I'll say this about this club. The, the worst set that, that I had this weekend was like, comparative to like a lot of I clubs know. it's like wow that's it's a really fun club they're I mean, great they, the great audiences yeah here. good laugh i mean yeah it was it was great the people are great this was this was like a we really had a fun, fun weekend. weekend we really did it went by so fast it's just so crazy like how we met and now that we're doing this stuff you know it's do like, we meet at rumpies no we met, where was i always ask you this yeah we met uh tom lewis uh, one of attila. our friends tom attila lewis yeah who's got a serial killer face he definitely does but he's a, he's a kind sweetest soul. man he really he's is a family man with a serial killer face yeah, did you tell him that? I, think I, I tell him every time yeah, I see him. Yeah. Um, Tom booked us on a show at The Well in Great Barrington, Massachusetts, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's on that main street? Yep. And that, when you walk you, in with the stage to, to the right. You had to walk down the stairs, and then there was like yes. a door right next to you. You were in like an alcove, and like right. people would come in like while you were right. on people stage. Were inter- and the lights were all on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could hear the bartender breaking glasses. Remember Biff? He, he, yeah, and Biff! He, he, was the, he was like the owner, so he would just like say stuff from it the bar. Biff! I'm like, I'm being heckled by the owner. That's the guy paying <laughs> me. So. The, the guy was heckling us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, th- thanks for making this even easier for us. That's right. It was there. But it was fun. We had a f- wicked fun time. A super we fun We bonded show. right away. It was awesome. Yeah. And, and then like Tom was like, do you guys want to do something together again? And we were like, yes, let's do that. And we were like, he gave, he's like, we're going to do rumpies. And we're going to do, uh, I think it was called Laugh Lounge or something like that. La- Laugh, Laugh Lounge Comedy Club or whatever, which was There was a Pittsfield. comedy club? Yeah, well, it was like a, it was like a, I don't know if it was a weekly or a monthly comedy club, but it was good. But now uh, they, that's right, I remember it. Yeah, I they, remember it. But now they turned into a hotel. So I had know, magnets. I sold magnets there. Do you, you remember did? my Jesse magnets? I do remember <laughs> Jesse magnet. I remember laughing so hard. But that was the weird thing is, so in the eight months, in the, in the eight months from when we were doing like. Like shit bar shit shows. Bar go, make, well, there's people are, yeah. like, why are you on yeah. stage? And like the last thing you said to me before you leave, you're like, ah, I got this audition thing for some MTV thing. Yeah, yeah probably. I'll probably get rejected. You know, you're like you had like whatever. <laughs> and then like I remember Tony V is a really funny Boston comic. Told me he's like, I was asking him like, how did you know when your friend Stephen Wright got famous? He was like, you just know. You have a moment and you just know. He goes and it's cool. He goes, but here's the thing. He goes, they, they, he never changes. But the people around people when they have notoriety and fame or whatever change. 
but he's like, but you'll have a moment when you'll just know. So we were doing the Rumpies <laughs> gig, and you called, and you're like, I'm stuck in traffic. Just I was so stressed Just go out. up until I get there. So yeah. I was like, all right. Rip it I, up. I walked into And Rumpies, you have to explain what Rumpies is. Okay, Rumpies is in the basement of a... Where is it? It's in Berkshires? It's in Lenox, Massachusetts. Lenox, Mass. It's in the basement of a the village inn. inn. Yeah. Haunted inn. Yeah, that's older than the country. It's so... It's literally like I, 200 years old. I used to always building. open with, I can't believe this place hasn't burned down yet. Or collapsed. Yeah, or collapsed. From like so moldy true. wood. Yeah, it's like George Washington <laughs> stayed there. Like, Our founding fathers are holding this apartment up. Literally, yeah, literally, like <laughs> Thomas Jefferson's baby is buried <laughs> under, under, under the rumpus. But we, so I walked in after talking on the phone and I looked and it was like packed to the walls. They must have jammed 80 kids in this thing and they were all 23-year-old girls who looked like a certain way. And I was like, holy crap. I walked back outside and I called you and I was like, are you freaking famous or something now? Like, what's going on? You're like, yeah, you know, the thing's done well. It's pretty good. You're like, all like really like nice about it. Yeah, it was like eight months difference, and it was crazy. But it was so cool because you honored the gigs. You're like, I'm still gonna do these gigs. Fuck yeah, I loved it. And we had so much fun. Then we did that one in uh, the Laugh Lounge, and then we went out to that bar friends after. Were you were you you dove into the weeds? That's on your vine. Yeah, I I have that on my vine. I don't use vine anymore. But if you dig back, I mean, how many years ago? We're probably four years. Four years. years, Yeah. We got wasted after the show. Oh my god, that was so. Remember what happened when we walked into the bar? Friends. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so we walk in. We're like, the, the girl that told us, oh, you guys should go to Friends. She's like, it's real cool. Everyone's mellow there. Like, no one's going to bother you. And we walk in and the DJ's like, oh, my God, we've got Jesse Mapaluso from Girl Code in the building. We're like, run, run to the fucking backyard. We're like, put on a <laughs> We hid in the backyard behind a tree. <laughs> we were like, hiding behind a tree. Beer. We're like, somebody go get drinks. Somebody go get drinks. We just wanted to come uh, here and get wasted and make fools of uh, ourselves. It was, so it was packed. Yeah, and now we're like, you know, you're doing huge things and I get to come along You're doing huge things too. Try, you know, baby steps. But you're full time now. Yeah, so I went full time not too long ago, you know, uh, beginning of the year and uh, just been trying to eke out a living. So unlike most of the comics that you have on here that are successful. Shut up. See the deprecation. I can't wait. I can't wait until I walk into Rumpy's Tavern and it is filled with We're big, <laughs> big, enormous big, men. Big fat just guys. Just fat truckers. <laughs> a bunch of fucking that's fat my, truckers. My and I'm going to call you like, what happened? That's my wheelhouse. Did you get famous? That's your, that's your, that's your demo. Yeah, fat be, truckers. Yeah. yeah. I had truckers. One, I had one bit on like the Sears XM trucker channel that everyone liked or something. <laughs> yeah. The I trucker channel. <laughs> yeah. It'll be me talking about race and they'll take it serious. Like I was saying the wrong thing. Like, yeah, we hate them too. I'm like, what? I didn't even say that. And they'll be like, that's what you're famous for. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be Larry the Cable Guy. Um, Do you have like, um, you, so you open for Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I've opened for Tracy. I love your Tracy impression. Tell you crazy one. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do what he says. Do what he said to you. Do the first he... thing I ever heard him say. Yes. All right. I, I, That's my favorite. Okay, so first thing I ever said, Artie Fuqua, who's his opener and like amazing my buddy. comic in yeah, New York. Yeah, it was at the Hookie Lao and Chicopee. I was driving home. Hookie Lao and Chicopee. You have to. Tr- I have to translate for you because you speak so fast in that Western mass. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hookie Lao Chicopee. You mean yeah? That's what you just subtitles. said. Hookie Lao and Chicopee. Hookie Lao Chicopee. So Artie Fuqua takes me into the green. He's like, Yo, we're gonna hang out with Tracy. And Tracy just goes, hey, man, nice to meet you. <laughs> this is the worst Tracy Morgan <laughs> so person good. ever. But he goes, hey, Marty, you ever stay over your friend's house when you were a kid? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I had a friend with a real good-looking mom. I stay over her house. She sleep on the couch. I sleep on <laughs> her bed. I come out in the night. I see her hanging off that couch, you know, her nightgown, showing a little bit of that ass and titty. <laughs> I like it. So I just touch my dick. <laughs> I just beat my meat, and then I come all over the door jam. Oh, my God. And I was like... 
I didn't know it was like the weirdest thing, but I think he's a wicked intelligent guy. I think he does stuff like that. Do you think he's to, to get the reaction? To get a reaction and see how you are. And I just looked at him and I go, I just broke my belly button. It literally just popped. My belly button just popped out. Like I had to have <laughs> surgery and have him put it back in. Herniated like, belly button. Come on. And that was it. And then we were friends after that. Like he, <laughs> we we got along for the rest of the weekend. It was fun. He he was nice enough to have me open for him in Boston and everything. It was like a. Was it amazing? Yeah, it was like a highlight. That wasn't the biggest show I ever. The biggest one I ever did was like an arena with uh, uh, Russell Brand or whatever. But uh, how long ago was that? That was. I was new. I was like two years into comedy. How many people? Five? Uh, five, six thousand. And it's a different, it's such a different cold experience. Open, cold open. Oh my God. No cold music, open means no you nothing. go out on stage, just you. It's like an 80 foot walk to get to the microphone. Um, and you're too. like, it's so Just your heels are hitting the stage. Yeah, it was so. That's embarrassing. No music? No music. Nothing. Is that Was that Russell's choice? No, I think they just, the show, I think they. I don't know if it, I don't think it was a choice. I just, no one even thought about it. I just think they were like, "Hey, whatever. We're going to send this uh, younger local kid up, and then uh, you know we'll just get the show going or whatever." So, but it turned out to be like a great night. But the Tracy Morgan night was probably one of my highlight nights. It was like a you really opened for him a few times, right? Uh, a couple, yeah, that weekend, a couple times, and and uh, it was fun. So you know that's that's what I've been doing is just trying to open and just try. You know, I'm headlining like regional and local stuff, yeah. and like I just started to get like my first like headline stuff in some of the clubs and like uh, off nights at like the funny bone in Hartford or whatever. Like, you know, I, I get those now I'm getting like the Friday late show at Mohegan and uh, Mohegan sun, which is a casino. So I'm starting to get like a little bit of that, but I still got to, you know, you got to get to the point where you can figure out a way to get your name out enough that you can draw. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's, that's tough. Seats is what it may, you know, yeah, in this the seats. it's very it. difficult. Do you so, feel like pressure? Cause you're a dad. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I've gotta been, be difficult. Like, you know, for me, as a comedian, you sacrifice a lot of that family time and it, you just, you miss out on a lot of stuff and you, there's you do, no, it's heartbreaking. you can't, in order to achieve whatever level of success you want, you have to miss the most pivotal moments in people's lives. Yeah. Because it's like we're, we work, like our work week is really like Thursday through Saturday. You yeah. Know? And, and, and that's, holidays. And that's every opposite of every, everyone else. Mm-hmm. And every, so yeah, like Valentine's Day and New Year's. Those New are Year's, like all money Even nights. around Christmas, around Thanksgiving. You were working on Thanksgiving yeah. with me. Yeah. Yeah. I had to drive all the way back from Syracuse yep. to my house, do Thanksgiving with the family, and then drive all the way back. <laughs> Eight hours round trip. Yeah, like my aunts and uncles are like, you're insane. I was like, I know, you guys say Nobody that. Nobody gets someday, it. Someday you might, yep. you know. But right now it's hard. It's hard to explain. And it is hard. You know, this weekend my daughter did like the Polar Express train, so I got those pictures sent to me and everything. And it, it, it's like heartbreaking, but at the same time, like I'm doing this because, A, <clears throat> it's like what I'm meant to do. Like yeah. I feel like it's a calling. I've never felt that in any other career or job it is a or calling. anything I've had. Yeah, it's weird. It's and and the flip side is you hope that you can get to a point where you know there is money at the top end of this thing, and there is a, a lot of flexibility and stuff that comes with it. You know, I am home. You know, Monday through Wednesday to you know Thursday, whatever. Yeah. So I have the ability to see her. I pick her up from school, do the things you can. Yep. So I just tell myself that, you know, I have friends that are in business and they fly and travel all over the place all the time. Yep. So, you know, but I just hope that someday you can get to a point where whatever it is, if it's stand up or entertainment, you start writing for a show or you do, you can do something where you could really provide for your family and then they'll be like, Oh, we get it. Oh, we we, get we it. understand why you made so many sacrifices. Yeah. yeah which Didn't is, your daughter do stand up? Oh yeah, you yeah. wrote her a set. I yes, yeah, so cute. Uh, so my my buddy, this kid, he's uh, Mike Murray, the deaf comedian in Rhode Island, really good guy. He does a thing at the Comedy Connection every year. It's a charity fundraiser for a little kid, and they it's all kids doing stand up. 
which that's is hilarious. terrifying. Of course, I'm in the back. Like, Makes you so jealous like, of these back, fucking like, kids. This seven year old's a hack. Yeah, you know? that's it, my joke, you dick. Knock knock joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me something about your dick. No, oh, I, chickens cross the road. <laughs> really, really yeah. cool stuff. It's so, so fun. So I gave my daughter a couple of like jokes from my set, like silly jokes from my set. You're like a stage mom. I was like a stage mom. I was like on the side of the stage. I'm like, doom. And I swear to God, 280 people. She went up and she did great. She did great. So, so Do you proud. have it on YouTube? I, uh, yeah, I think it is on YouTube. I want I to listen to it again. I'll show it to is you. Is it yeah. public? I don't think it is. Can I play it on this podcast? Yeah, if you can find I it. Wanna, you have yeah. to send me the file. I want to play it. Okay, that's fine. I want people to, to Everyone's show Everyone's going to listen to me like, that's the worst thing we ever heard. <laughs> Like, no, to show them that it's not that fucking easy, and your it, daughter can't just go get up there and think she can take our careers from us. <laughs> she could though. I mean, she's <laughs> she like a natural totally at everything no, she she's does. She's fine. She's gonna take she it. She plays piano. She does art. She's like she's unbelievable. What Renaissance she does. woman. Yeah, I'm like such a eight dad, years though. old. Yeah, yeah. All and, we have is to go up there and we just talk about our vaginas and dick holes. Yeah, you know what's messed up is she already has representation and management. Yeah, yeah. And she I, knows, <laughs> she's got a coke deal. She's got a sponsorship. Yeah, she's, she's just signed to CAA. She has last a sponsorship week, so, with yeah. V hair removal. That's hilarious. Yeah. So you know. It's a, it's it's a cool thing, you know. It's a balance and everything else, but it's like it's like what I love to do. And yeah. I, it, sometimes I don't think people understand it. You know, I don't think they know. No, they don't. It's a it's a very niche thing. Yeah. It's but, a weird it's a weird thing to do because I say this a lot. Like uh, with other jobs, you you shut off. Like surgeons yep. don't cut stuff at home. Yeah. They may think about it, but like for us. Our life is is woven into our our career is woven into our life and vice versa. Yeah, and like that's the other balance that you have. Yeah, you know, as you get older, you start realizing that's why there's like a lot of like really young comics right now. They're maybe like 22, 23, 24, and they're they're genius joke writers, right? They're yeah. they're amazing joke writers, but they and they maybe started comedy at 10, 19, 18, whatever. But they have they've sacrificed life experience. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of the problems that they have. It's like. When you have life experience, when you have a mortgage or a kid or you have all this other stuff, you know, it gives you perspective and you're able to talk about things that that maybe someone else who's 23 and can write a better joke than you yeah. isn't going to say, you know. It is experience is the one thing. Like, it, it, I was thinking about this last show. We've had, we had a few hecklers this weekend. Do you, do you have any, what was the worst? Heckler what was story? the worst? Like, well, for me, here's, here's one story that happened. I was doing a college gig. Okay. And um, I did questions at the end because a lot of the kids like to ask questions oh, and yeah, it's yeah. hard to do you have to yeah. just have them ask it while you're on stage so this one girl started to ask me a question and she had an accent i was like oh my god i love your accent where you it sounds like you're from scandinavia oh no and she goes i'm deaf oh <laughs> she was deaf oh, god. i thought she had an accent oh god and i just dropped the microphone and i walked away i'm like i'm a total asshole but then she oh. was like laughing you know at me because she she had a good sense of humor, but I told I thought a deaf so girl was funny. from Norway. I had a uh, I got a funny bone once sitting in the front row, and he was staring at me the whole set, and he would kind of laugh, but he just kept staring at me, and it was weirding me out. So finally, I was like, "Buddy, what were you in the Marines or something? You got that thousand yard death <laughs> stare, you know? Like it looks like you've taken lives and everything, and everyone's laughing and everything." And and uh, and then I just go. No, seriously, you, you're not even looking at me right now. It's like you're looking through Oh, my me. God. Oh, and no. And all of a sudden, he reaches under the table and holds up a collapsible white cane. Oh, shit. And I was just He's like, dead. oh, you're blind. He's blind, I oh, mean. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God, you're so blind. You and I are just covering everybody? So I turned I turned it on myself. <laughs> it's the only thing you could do there. I go, I'm the world's biggest asshole. And like, <laughs> he laughed, and everyone laughed. And then I was like, is there anyone else here in a wheelchair? You want to wheel up so I can kick you out of it? You know, I've got a good <laughs> set going here. You know, And, everyone, and then I, I, I was like, listen, sir. And I, I was like, I'm, I don't know if you can see me, but I'm standing in front of you on one knee, and I'm 
apologize from the from the bottom of my heart. But really, I was standing on the other side of the stage, just facing the wall because I was like, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, know. that's he doesn't so know funny. Difference. Were they dying? Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, that pretty hilarious. Yeah, his friends like whispering to him, like, oh this is what God. the guy's doing. Um, What's yeah. like? I had a guy pull a knife and jump on stage once in Worcester. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Like seriously, try to stab you? Yeah, he's a gang member guy. That's the, Worcester. The bar that I started in was a place called Three G's, and the worst part of the the hood in Worcester people used to overdose in the bathroom like during your set don't talk about my mom in. like that I'm sorry Nancy Nancy uh, <laughs> so I love your mom by the way uh, <laughs> but so this guy I just said oh you're a Yankees fan you're this you're that and I was like goofing on him and dude he just pulled out a huge crocodile Dundee knife and he's like say one more word and I'm gonna stab you and normally I used to be like people were like that guy's fearless on stage Dude, I literally almost crapped my pants. I stared at the wall for the rest of my set. You did? the opposite way. Yeah, like the biggest baby I mean, in the come world. on with the fucking knife. Like, he needs to calm down. What is he, was, a conquistador? Yeah, I think he was like, for his gang, he's like, I have to murder somebody. Uh, and then he's you were going like, to be the initiation. Be the You're yeah. so lucky. And then another time in Worcester, I was doing a fundraiser for Little League. It was like 450 people. And I could tell the bartender was pouring like wicked heavy drinks. So it was like an open bar wedding. Everyone's hammered. I'm on stage. All the other comics had a rough time. We heckled, whatever. I got up. Some girl tried to heckle me. I buried her. Everyone got on board. I'm having a good set for five minutes. And all of a sudden, I see heads start turning. And in the back of the room, these two dudes started like pushing and shoving. And I go, hey, 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 guys. I don't want to make uh, encourage violence. But, uh, you know, if one of you guys is going to do something... And I just stopped, and I just started singing the theme from Eye of the Tiger. I'm like, down, <laughs> down, down, down. And as soon as I went, down, one guy punched the other guy. Another guy punched the Next thing you know, bottles are flying, chairs oh are my flying. God. It's a full-on brawl at a Little League fundraiser. Oh, fuck. It was, the fun, it was like the weirdest but funniest There's so many moment. crazy things that happened. You just made me think of, I did a fundraiser, and I didn't know what the fundraiser was for. Oh. And I did a joke about, I used to have this joke, I need to bring back but it was about being on accutane the, the oh, drug yeah, yeah. for your skin yeah be careful that, that'll uh damage your pooper It'll well it damages colon. a lot and it also yeah, you, get Crohn's disease. you have to get a pregnancy test every month on it because there's a 97 percent chance if you get pregnant your child will have birth defects oh wow so i had a whole joke about how i'm like yeah who cares if my kid's defected at least i have clear skin oh, 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 it was no. for children oh no no no. it was for birth defects no, yes no, no, no. it was no. for it was for handicapped oh. children no. This yes, and I saw people. I start. I went into the joke, and I looked over at my manager, and I was like, "Why is everybody turning on me? This uh, joke always works." And my manager starts shaking his head, and then I look at mothers, and they're just evil yeah, eyes, yeah, evil like, eyes. They're stab you. They're you like, no. I, one woman was like, no. One woman actually <laughs> said, no. Oh my god. There's so many things you just she can't. Uh, I had this one joke. Maybe your manager, maybe a heads up next time. When yeah, you're yo, let, it, exactly. Don't you know it was my cringe. Material? It was cringe. Uh, Fucking guys. He's in the corner with his funny. arms folded. You could let me know it was about kids with, you know, cleft lips. Yeah, yeah. you might want to know my sad enough. Cleft palates. Let me know, let oh. me know before I go oh, on. So I don't so look like a maniac. Oh, that's funny. I had uh, my my best, worst fundraiser story ever. I agreed. This is my friend Missy from high school. Her brother got in a bad car. He got hit on a bike by some lady high on pills. And Fuck. he hit his head. He was in ICU. And she's like, we need to raise money for the medical bills. I'm like, I'll help you raise uh, a fundraiser. We did it in my hometown. I got her, like, the put her in contact with this venue, 900 seats. They're going to do, like, dinner, raffle, whole thing. I said, the only thing, I'll perform for free. I'll get the comics for free. I was like, but here's the thing. I, it's got, it can't be a weekend night. It'll be, like, a Sunday night or whatever. She goes, okay, no problem. I said, but no families, no kids. She goes, yeah, yeah it's an no adult kids. show. I show the up. There's fuck, kids running man. around everywhere. With children. running around. But here's the worst why part. Do they have, I don't understand why they have kids at these things. It's like, what do you think, what do you think I'm going to yeah. talk about? Here's the worst part of this. I tell all the comics what the deal is, why we're there. I tell them all this. 
my buddy goes up and he goes, oh, man, when I when I die. Now, let me preface this. I can just go back for a second. Two hours or three hours before the event, the kid died. So now, now we've gone from raising money oh my for God. his thing to raising oh my money God. for like his family. He's oh got my kids God. and everything, right? They kept the fucking thing going? Oh, it gets way better. Someone Jesus. took the time to make a PowerPoint retrospective slideshow of his life with wicked sad music. And that was where the stage was. And uh, so everyone's crying. This is your opener? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, everyone's crying. Her family comes up. They're the nicest family. They're all crying. They're like thanking everyone. And then she goes, you guys, my brother loved to laugh. And... You know, my friend Marty's a comedian, and he's wicked funny, and he's the one that helped me put this together, so I love you guys to listen to him and laugh so much. Please welcome to the stage, Marty. You got, me. you got brought up. Dude, I'm walking to the stage. The, <laughs> the slides from his life are still flashing on the stage. I walk over to like the PowerPoint guy. I'm like, no! hey, hey, can we kill the slides and maybe take the uh, projector down there, champ? You know? Can we take the projector of the dead person the, yeah, off yeah, the yeah, wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so bad. And then like she little... She got brought up by a crying woman. Oh, yeah. And then little kids are running up on stage, pulling on my pants while I'm tr- trying to... Yeah. Are you sure this wasn't a nightmare sequence? No, this is totally a real story. Best best part, first show that my parents ever came and saw me perform. And it's in my hometown. 900 people. Like 500 of them are my friends that like... You know, when you start this, your friends are like, he's not even funny. Let's see if he's funny. They came to that to see if I was funny. So they came like with a weird, they came with like a weird eye, you know? Yeah. So, so now I, I do as best I can, right? My yeah. parents are there. I got to be clean, family clean, which you know I am not. Speaking of family clean, Kevin, can I have a cocktail? Can I have a, the Patron situation? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to have, have a, a Coca- soda, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, yeah. Coca-Cola you gotta, you got to get yeah, out. You, you got to drive. You I'm can't drink and drive, Kevin. <laughs> so so this is the best part. So now I win the crowd over a little bit. The first comic going up, I told him the whole situation. He watches. He gets up and goes, man, when I die, I want to be cremated into a Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> cup because that's how much I love Dunkin' Donuts. I'm like, holy, holy shit. shit. And I just turned my body. You went right for it? And I, yeah, he didn't know. He just completely <gasps> spaced out. He didn't listen when I was telling everyone before, briefing before the show. So so I just turned to my buddy and I go, well, and my buddy was the deaf kid that I was telling you, Mike Murray. I turned to him and I go, at least it can't get any worse from here. And then he goes, so the other day I'm in the gym riding the exercise bike and there's some asshole next to me wearing a helmet. Who wears a helmet on an exercise bike? Oh, my God. I'm like, it, oh this is God. a fundraiser for a guy who just died and get knocked off a bike without oh, a helmet. Oh, are you serious? Are oh, you yeah. serious? Yeah, this was the show. This was it, the but show. this is where it's just like minor details can can fuck up your whole set i i, I want to say i still am not over it because i'm not over it and i wasn't even there and i just heard about it oh uh, there was i mean my parents my father finally came and saw me i headlined like one of the last shows at comics at foxwoods before they closed and, and moved to mohegan sun and i brought my dad with me and he was like oh he got it he was like oh this is good i see people like you like yeah. that's cool but i mean for like two three years after my parents were just like this is what you're gonna do with your life like you loser it like, takes a while like my parents are the same way they're just yeah. like you know they're concerned yeah that's they, what it and is they just, want, yeah it's not a career that you as a bystander you <laughs> you can see how it works and how it unfolds right now you have to be in it and yeah nobody's in it but comedians yeah like my father was saying that to me the other day he's talking about stuff and i'm like no you can make you know a lot of money i'm like you know but well how much are they paying you and i'm like well not hot a ton. dogs you know yeah it's like yeah I, i've gotten paid in hot dogs <laughs> you and, and i got paid by, in drinks yeah oh we got definitely yeah, well the well and we got well. like 42 dollars and six oh, my ties i made like 1700 oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding uh there's like 40 people there but uh, i think we got I'm paid sorry. in fish and chips actually yeah you're mm, right i want some fish and chips yeah oh this is so good I know, I, I'm so fat after this weekend. Anyways, um, <laughs> you remind me of such a chick. I, I'm, I, you know, I lose weight and then I gain weight. You're looking good weight. though. You're looking nah, good. I'm down. I was down 44. Now I'm back to like. You're I, up a little. You yeah, said. I'm up like nine. You can eight, drop nine it. Pounds. Come on, don't be a lazy son of a bitch. 
It's hard. It it's is hard. hard. On the road, so I mean, much. we just had 17 chicken yeah, wings. Yeah, you say that now, but you're like, let's go get <laughs> more let's wings. Let's go get wings. And I'm like, okay. Okay, <laughs> Yeah, you and Peter are like going to the gym and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so my father was saying to me, he's like, he was like saying to me, he's like, listen, thanks, buddy. Um, my father was saying to me. Ah, a little, sorry, a little post-show so cocktail. So my father was saying to me like. What's your dad's name? Uh, Joe. <gasps> yeah. We both have Joe dads. Oh, Joe Italian dads, yeah. Hey, Joe Caproni Paisan. and Joe Peluso. Oh my God, we're cousins. I, we okay. should adopt each other as Well, that's what I said in the car. I don't yeah. want to cut your story off, but I want people to know, like in the car, I said I wanted to adopt you as a brother. We would be the best siblings. I really ever. think we should look into that. We should see if we can Because then we can be, when our family drives us nuts, we're like, family. We run to each other in a wheat field. So, yeah, slow-mo. Um, yeah, so my father was just saying, like, he's like, well, and I'm like, well, you can make a lot of money. I'm like, and I start telling, like, stories of friends of mine who've done, like, you know, big things where I tell, like. If you find your little niche, you yeah, can like, do well. Yeah, like, colleges, you know, yep, you make some good money good. and stuff. You know, so I'm telling them that. And uh, my, dad's travel. Like, my dad's just like, you know what the chances are that you're going to be that person? You know how slim that is? And I was like. How does that, that I mean, that's got to be tough. Is your dad just, like, a tough, traditional well, he's, Yeah, he's almost 80, so he's, like, that. Yeah. He's like an old generation. He's but like He the, doesn't get it. It's like a steel worker. Right. He's like, yeah, why don't you punch in and have a lunch pail? You know what I mean? He was a construction worker, right? Right. Yeah, he was yeah. a crane operator. Yeah, and, and a very good one, you know? So, like, he had a good, solid living and, yeah. you know, provided for us. And I know this makes him nervous and he worries about it all the time, right? But I just told him, I was like, listen, Is that dad, a form of love? Like, is, is yeah, that, it's, it's is the that way he expresses love. Yeah, okay. it's the way he expresses love is by, like, telling me how worried or freaked out he is. But, you know, he was like, that's like a 1% chance. And I was like, I get it, Dad. It is because he's right. But I was like, there's a 1% chance I would be out on my own right now doing comedy as it is. It's not an easy thing. Like, a lot of comics don't get the opportunity that I'm getting. They don't get to do some of this stuff. I'm like... It's basically, I, I made it like football. I'm like, picture... That, I, that, that is, it's a perfect analogy. Yeah, I was like, do you, do you think the third-string quarterback behind Tom Brady's dad is going, well, you're never going to be Tom Brady. No, he's like, holy crap, you're in the NFL. And you do know? you know the percentage of people that are right. in the and comedic the, and fia, and, he, and fiel, and the, the NFL. NFL? Yeah, that, right. Yeah, That's well, exactly... It's such a good... That's It's a good analogy. It really like, is. Yeah. That's how you make people understand like the, how rare it is to make, not just... Yeah. make good money but just to li- like be to make a li- yeah to be able to pay your to bills or whatever boss. right it's very difficult to to get to that point yeah i mean it's still difficult for me but you know luckily i arranged my life a certain way so that i could i could i could be okay right now to, yeah. to to make this run you know i have savings and stuff that's allowing me to make a run at it and if it works great if it doesn't then i'll probably man up it's and, not it's you know. not going to not work well i hope not it's not going to not work uh, yeah. you just you know it's a sort of thing where when you start to make money, you have to save it. But you're good with money. You're not one I'm of these. Not great with it. But but yeah, but yeah. you you understand it. Yeah, yeah. I you don't understand spend its money value. On you're not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though you have three hundred thousand dollars worth of <laughs> Dave and Buster's value, you're, you're, you'll be Buster's. fine. I have a I have a real serious addiction and problem. You're good with at Dave and Buster's. Buster's. I, really I like to am. go to Dave and Buster's. I can win with an you. Xbox like in a day. We got to go on Wednesday half price game. We got to fuck up some Dave and Buster's. We should get a sponsorship from Dave and Buster's. I feel. You know what? We should call. Have your management call ahead if we do Albany. We should and just and like have them prom- like. So great. We'll just get some like chicken tenders or something. <laughs> Sutton is my new fit. You say Sutton. I do say Sutton. Did you hear me say Sutton on stage? Did you say it? That's I said hilarious. Sutton. That's so funny. You, it's like a, that's like a mid. I wasn't say Midwest. It's a West. What are you? Where the fuck are you from? Springfield. A spring. Well, outside What's that of area. I'm from Chicopee. Western Mass. Yeah, yeah. Chicopee, Mass. Hukala Chakapa. Chakapa. This is how you say hukila Chakapa. Hukala Chakapa. Hukala. Hukala Chakapa. We talk wicked. Like I said, wicked. wicked fast. We talk wicked fast, kid. In Western Mass, we don't have the Boston accent like Pac and all that stuff. No. 
but we talk super fast. Wait, oh my God, I just had a memory of a joke you used to do. You used to do a joke about who you think you look like. When we did the Stanhope oh, gig. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. Remember you came to Syracuse yeah, the Palace? Yeah, yeah. How many years ago did we say that was? Oh, Stanhope? That was like three and a half, four years God, ago. God, that was so fun. That was when I was like, I had to go on stage like Jim Morrison. They pumped me full of painkillers and Would stuff. Would you hurt your back? Yeah, I was in the hospital. I couldn't feel my legs for like three days. And uh, like I, li- I was literally I almost you paralyzed. you made it to the gig. You're you, fucking show crazy. show must go on, dude. You know? I mean, my buddy, Steve, thank God, who's like one of my best friends. He's like a bro- like my daughter calls Just him Uncle Steve. Nice of him to... Yeah, he drove the four hours to Syracuse yep. with me laying flat in the passenger seat of the car, like on a board, like so that I could make it. I couldn't believe you'd done that. And then I, I don't like pills. Like that's another thing. I'm not like pain pills and all that stuff. Like, I hate them. But I, that's how I knew I was really bad. I was tripling, doubling up on and pain on pills just to get on stage. But, I mean, it's like with Stanhope. You have to... Yeah, Stanhope's like, hey, let's drink some vodka when I got off stage. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not going to drink with Doug Stanhope. Yep. That's talk like shop. That's like Elvis being like, you want to eat? You're it like, yeah, just... Elvis, I do, you know? He's and one of the best. He that is was so fun. unbelievable. I, was you still have show. to see his bit. The bit that he has about his mother, if anyone's listening to this and cares, if you want to see, to me, one of the most genius bits in comedy, the bit about his mother, his mother had uh, assisted suicide, like at his house. Like they, they, like she, what? Yeah, she had to do it herself, but they gave her. It's the darkest, saddest thing, but it's the funniest, most amazing thing. It's oh incredible. It's incredible. It's he's 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 a he's a very unique Doug Stanhope. I recommend. Oh yeah. Anybody who's a comedy fan, or even if you're not a comedy fan, he's he's just a, he's a unique he's yeah. a he's a, a drinker, unicorn. If you like uh, he's a drinker and, and you drugs. like eclectic <laughs> eclectic suits from thrift oh, shops. Oh god, yeah. I just remember you know Doug had me produce shows three years in a row. That's so great. Yeah, and you know it got to the point where the third show he's like, "Do we have to do a fucking 900 seat theater?" Because he hates theaters. <laughs> yeah, no, he like small. I told him about a show I did in an abandoned bowling alley in Irving, oh, Massachusetts, yeah. and he goes, I "Dude, that sounds amazing. Can you get me to do that?" He likes the weird places, and I that's just... what he's asking me. Yeah, he goes, "What's a what's some weird places?" I said, well, "I I did a lobby at an airport." He goes, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I did the lounge restaurant at oh, an airport." I want to type a special like. And he that. was like, "Yeah," he's like, "I want to do it." He just loves that shit, but like yeah. he wanted, you know, he likes smaller towns, and I and I knew the guys at the Palace Theater, and I just was like, well, let's just do it here because I have a good relationship, and I remember that was a cool room though. It's it was a cool fun. room. The Palace Theater's been there forever, and I remember getting off stage one one of the gigs that I did with him, and he was Doug Stanhope was chilling with my dad Joe Peluso, How cool. drinking, and my dad's got his hand on his shoulder, and they're both laughing. Oh, that's the best. I honestly was like, I was your dad's I was a funny up. dude too. I was like You're... emotional in that moment. Yeah, well, that's so. I mean, like one of the greats yeah. bonding with your dad. Yeah, it's a, it, that that even that show to me was surreal. The only thing I hate is I don't remember anything with my. I don't set remember anything either. Because I was so whacked out on the paint, but and I remember being nervous because like your management, I think it was you were with Cringe, Cringe was at there, the time. Yeah, yeah. Cringe was there. So they were there, like Chris Italian, all of them were there. That show was packed. Yeah, yeah, and I went up, and I know I didn't, I know I don't remember, but I know I didn't do my best because I knew that I was. I mean, I literally was having trouble standing, you know? Yeah, but I think, I remember you doing really well. I remember you I doing really well. I don't know, but I remember, like, what an impression. Like, that guy's probably like, what a piece of dog shit this guy no. is, you know? Well, the last year, to make what? you feel better, the last year I did it with him, I ate a dick. No way. In my hometown. In your hometown. Oh, no. It's the worst. It was so long ago, and I... I How much I time learned, did you have to do? How much time? Well, I, I learned the hard way, because, you, as you know, because you, you produce shows as well, it's very difficult to, to wear... Multiple All the hats. hats. Yeah, it's hard. And so I had to promote the show. I had to put asses in the seats. I had to. You want to prep make your sure set. And people are like, "Hey, this guy's trying to get in." Hey, yeah, that you're I, like, ah. This is what happened. I did all of the uh, technical things to make the show good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then honestly, five minutes before I went on stage, I went, "Oh fuck, I don't know my set. I don't know. I don't know what oh, I'm gonna do." Oh yeah. I bombed. 
Like, like so hardcore <laughs> that I got off stage and I cried. No, you didn't. I cried for 20 minutes. I can't even respect I was, Giannis How? was with me no. and he was trying to like console me. Was he? He was like nice well, to you? Well, for like it? a minute, he, but you know, he just came in and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the like, best. As any comic oh, was. Yeah, he's like, like the burn. The yeah. burn. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he was so bad, even Stan Hope was like, Whoa. <laughs> Went on stage, like, What was that? And it's like, No way. Oh, uh, you're was, like, Here's the great yeah. shitting on me now. Yeah. Last year, my dad and him were best buddies. I know. And this year, uh, just, you know, but it's it was such a beautiful torch to be passed. Like, it was the last show I produced for him. And, and to oh, have so him great. see that bomb, it was special. But, you know, there's beauty in it, honestly, mm-hmm. when you're eating there's it. There's beauty in a bomb because it, oh, so the fun. pain settles into the, the, the fibers of your muscles. Yep. And it sits there. The drive home. Well, thank God you were in your hometown. Oh, I was. I shot myself in my bedroom for get, like a week. Did you, oh, you didn't get up? See, I, I was so depressed. This is how you want to hear how much of a psycho I am. So when I first started, if I bombed, this is how much approval I needed. You get the fuck up right after. I'm worse than that. Okay, there's a subway right near my house in St. Like James Avenue in Springfield. A subway grinder shop that was open till three in the morning for all the late night drunks. So if I bombed, we'll say, I remember in Boston, I bombed at Nick's Comedy Stop. They used to do shows upstairs and downstairs, and you run between the shows. Nick's, yes. I ate it twice on the same night in front of, like, like Gary Goldman, like all these guys who I looked up to at yeah. the time. I was like, oh, these guys are huge names. I ate it so hard, and I drove home. It was, like, 2.15 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I went to Subway, and I stood there while people were in line doing their grinders and you ran jokes. No, I, I did. I did a full set. And that, that became be your comedy special. And that became a tradition. Every time I'd have a tough night, like if I bomb at Fox's or I bomb at the comedy kitchen, I bomb. I no would, microphone. I would. I would just. I would just, just stand talk there. Talking to a hoagie. Yeah, I would just. Yes. <laughs> and a meatball. I, it was always. Sub. It was always a six-inch tuna, the and I would Italian, just talk into it. The Italian meat. <laughs> the so meat funny. extravaganza. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> and I would sit there and I would do jokes. And a really good night was making the people that were prepping the grinders laugh and the drunk people laugh. Oh, it, there's nothing like making staff. Yeah. When you can hear when you, when I see the waitresses laughing, or I see like tonight, I could see Casey in the booth laughing. Oh yeah, that's great. It's just when you make people who work in a comedy club or who are just who in are these around mundane, it all the time and see it, yeah. redundant yeah. jobs, and they are around it and they laugh. You, it's almost like a drug. Like in that moment, you feel that like release. You know what it is? It's like I mean, I, I'm not that way anymore. Now, now I can bomb. And just drive home, and be like, poof, tough one. You know, yeah, after you think about it, and you can, yeah. di- you can dissect it. Yeah, but when you're <clears throat> when you're newer, or like in a huge moment like that, like you have a big show, it's in your hometown, your parents are there, that somebody that you, you your ex boyfriend's there, and you're like, I'm gonna show him. Yeah, my boyfriend was there at the time. That's so funny. I could still. But he was a comic. So he was he, a comic, yeah. But the it's a, it's a muscle memory. The burn still is there. The, he, there's a cigarette hole in my heart. He's probably like, is he still like bitter about you guys breaking up? Yeah, Giannis hasn't talked to me since we broke up. Oh, so see now. He thinks I just did a whole bunch of bad shit and I did it. Really? Oh. Yeah, he just thinks I was like, I, I don't know. That's what my assumption is. Like, why wouldn't we were together? Like, why wouldn't you talk to my Fozzie died. Fozzie yeah, and I yeah. lived with him for. Two years, he didn't even. His best friend sent me a message. My ex boyfriend's yeah, best friend said, "Yo, I'm stuff. sorry about Fozzie. He didn't even. Honestly, yeah, even you gotta let, you gotta let that go at some point. You can't carry that around. No, you know what I mean? Because at it's the like, end of the day, what if we cross paths? I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want us to have bad blood. Well, you're in the we same profession together. too, so it's like. And if he's talking shit like about you in your profession, then that's if messed he up. did, you know, yeah. on Rob Kelly's on Bob Kelly's yeah, see, that's, podcast, that's brutal too, because it's like. I know you feel like you're just in a room hanging around with people, but if you're talking like badly about someone professionally that goes out to, you know, I don't know what Bobby Kelly has. I mean, he's got, he's got a hell of listeners. Uh, yeah, no, that podcast and is a great podcast. I didn't even so. listen to it. 
Carly yeah. Aquilino. Listen to it. She goes, listen, I just want to let you know that Giannis was on Ugh. Bob Kelly's podcast just telling lies about you and also talking shit about you. And I was like, I'm going to listen to it. And she says, don't. So I, I, yeah. I've never even smart. listened to it to yeah, this that's day. Yeah, that's good. You know, you know what's sad about that is like he's a funny comic too. Like he's, he's a funny really and smart. funny comic and, and I've smart said too. That. So it's like, it's like just be secure enough in that and just let the other yeah, shit go. Yeah, because you look like an idiot. You, you don't, don't, don't. Like here's the th- like to me that's like a weird that's like a weird thing. I mean, the, the the joke I was gonna make I was gonna say I bet you he would really enjoyed it now if he was watching you bomb like that. Now that he's oh, yeah. ex, that would have been yeah, he, he would have been like this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. In my life. He would have like can I record this and I'll pay you a thousand dollars for this DVD. Uh, just watch it over and just over. Just watch like it over it and porn. jerk off like, to it. Like, yeah, yeah like see, we're so sick. There goes. We gross minds. But it's just like, for me, you know, uh, it's just to to talk crap about somebody who you were in a relationship with is so juvenile, you, especially listen, within the industry. The if you want to do it to like your close friends or whatever, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. You got to release, release air, some tension. Don't air it. Don't air it out. Don't air your laundry publicly. like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we're doing now. Which is we are. <laughs> I'm just thinking about yeah, it. Fuck it. Hilarious. Who cares? We're like girlfriends. I'm like, so how much did he make in uh, 2014? <laughs> when we get together, we're just like little chatty cathies. It's funny. I, but like I said, I will say this about him. I I think he's a super funny dude. He is he was, very funny. Yeah, he's super dude. Talented. Like re- really talented, really funny. So it's like, all right, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be that, then just be that. Like don't. And, and by the way, he's going to have to let that go at some point because you guys are going to see each other. We're going to. We haven't point. seen each other. Since, well, we've seen each other since we broke up once. Yeah. And um, it was sad, you know, obviously because it was fresh yeah. after the breakup. But you know, I I would like to be able to look at you know with yeah, your exes, yeah. you don't want to ha- look at them and f- I feel animosity. You know, we were. Yeah, and that's weird too when you break up and it's like a split and it's like one group gets one side of the friend. I lost and the a other lot of friends. Yeah. Like we talk about Paul Verzi all the time. Yeah, he's, I love Ver- Dude, and Verzi. I, I get it. You know, he's got a solidarity yeah. to yeah. Giannis, but I miss Paul. Yeah, I mean. Paul's Paul's funny, man. I Paul just... and I chicken tenders. Ask Paul about chicken tenders. I will. I'll just tell the story. We went. Paul and I had the same management. Very funny comedian, and we went. <laughs> he is funny. <laughs> I love when stories make you laugh. We went to this college gig. I forget where it was. It was like some gig in Long Island, some college. And we're go- we're in like the back of the room. It yeah. was like an lecture hall. Yeah, yeah. So many college gigs oh, are. Sometimes worst. you're in a cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, you're like, cafeteria. where is the yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. You're in a broom closet I, near I, the near this earth one, science I, hall. I, yeah, I did one in the uh, in the study room of a dorm. <laughs> just in these fucking closets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But him and I we were in the back up like the wing of the 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 little auditorium, like this little lecture hall, and there was this buffet of food. I'm sitting down just going over my set and this motherfucker is just going through the trays like a goddamn locust, <laughs> like a locust. And he's just, Football. I could hear him. And I thought about it today, actually. It's really funny because <laughs> so I could hear you sucking the fucking chicken wing grease oh, off I'm your disgusting. fingers. Yeah, yeah. You I'm were like, oh, I so could disgusting. hear it. I know. I saw you look at me too. And I was like, that's when I, I made the comment. I go, I'm just knocking these off like Jenga. I'm not touching any other wings. Because I realized I look like a bear eating salmon out of a stream. I'm just licking my gross hands. I'm like, I, I want them to know I'm not touching other shit. It's I'm so dying. Funny. I'm choking on my spit. You, I'm laughing so hard. You, you, uh, you made me think about this moment with Paul Verzi. He was like, Yeah, because you looked at me angry. You looked at me like, you, not, like What the it wasn't fuck even are angry. you doing? You looked at me disgusted, like, yeah, like How am I friends that? with you? Yeah. And I did the same shit to Paul. Uh, so I looked, great. I just looked, and he looks at me. He goes, You gotta try. I can't even say. He goes, You gotta try this chicken. It's so tender. <laughs> Can you never tell me chicken is tender again? <laughs> and like uh, suck the juice off your fingers. Dude, so for years so after funny. that, we just go chicken's tender. Oh my god. Uh, it just yeah. So I you know. Verzi. Fuck relationships is the moral of this story. 
Yeah, it's tough, man. I it's mean, tough out. it's tough out. It's hard out there for a comedian pimp. Well, because here's the worst part: because you extend yourself, and they extend themselves, and then someone always gets hurt. It seems, you know what I mean? No so more it's comics. Like, yeah, I think that's I'm a, done. I think that's a that, that's the other thing about like being a uh, girl in comedy too is. People will be like, oh, you know, I, I don't. The chicks aren't funny. Thing is, fucking annoys me. Like we were talking about that one. Yeah, just when you know, when people need to make it apparent yeah. that it's an all girl show, or yeah, like, are you funny for a girl? Just yeah, come on. Yeah. Oh, hey, for a girl, she's really funny, or like whatever. <laughs> it's like, and they'll be like, well, as guy, I'm coughing guys, up, it's like gonorrhea clouds. Well, oh, whatever. What did you do this week? I know. Oh, crap. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a weird thing. So it's like you're you're quantifying that way. But here's the way I, I look at it. There's more guys in comedy than women, right? See, woman, you just said. I know, I say, okay, they, they say I say woman wrong. But you just said there's more guys woman. than women. Women. No, you didn't say woman. women. I can't say it right. You just said. I'm going to read, you know what I'm going to do? If you're listening to this podcast, we're going to, here's what we do. Vote on Twitter. Vote on Twitter. Just, just. Does he say woman or woman? I, I believe woman is a singular. Woman. But you just said guys and woman. Okay. Go go with your thought. I'm All still right. angry about the plural and, I know, and I know. singular. The weirdest thing we fight over. Um, so, I feel like if you're if you're a, a woman in comedy, did mm-hmm. I do it right? Uh, and you're funny, you're you you actually have a better chance of getting a career arc going if you can make it through the first two or three years of bullshit. Yes, because you have to deal with like the guy comics. All trying to sleep with you. All trying to do like it's like don't fuck it's, comics. It's it's brutal. Do and, not you. It's one thing to have a relationship. Blame, I, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, I no, it's 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 the truth. I don't blame like when you your woman comic and you first get in or whatever. I don't blame a guy for it, but I also realize like it's got to be really hard to have that constantly. Like it, comedy's hard enough. Like, yeah, but just to have it be like, oh, you're a girl. I said that to Whitney Cummings once when I was yeah. like a young, barely even a oh, comic. No. Oh, no. I said to her, I was like, you're funny for a girl. I don't know why it came out of my mouth. Uh, oh, no. And I just said it. And I was like, why the fuck? Yeah, where did that come from? But it, then it makes you realize like you just when in Rome, you just regurgitate these ideals you don't sure. even adhere to. Yeah, because you don't think about you what, don't think yeah. you. Don't, it's like you don't have an identity yet. And you're just you're just regurgitating shit that you've been told until you acquire your own point of view. Yeah, I mean. It's like, like to me, it's like you look at, I don't know, like, go watch, like, like any of the women comics. There are, there are some, by the way, that I'm not, we're not going to say names, but there's some maybe women comic who become a comic secondary to being an actress or some other personality or whatever. Like they become that after. But there's got, there's a million guys that way too. There's a million guys that come out of LA, they have a sitcom or they have whatever. Some of them are great comics. They were comics before, but there's some that did comedy as like a like i'm gonna do that now and they have a name yeah they, just like they just get they get yeah. in there like i'll, yeah. I'll try comedy yeah you're just, and you're like oh god i want to kill myself like i'm grinding well, away because you do it for years you do it for years yeah. and you, you miss yeah. birthdays and births and, yeah and, and they just kind of watch holidays it. but I, you can't even be bitter anymore like i i realized that a long time ago i was like you know if i let because there's a ton of rejection in this business it's I mean, all it's 97 percent yeah, rejection i equate it to baseball because I, I talked to a baseball player once it was in a major league and he goes baseball's a game of failure and it's how you manage failure. Because really, if you're a great baseball player, you, you bat 300. You stri- that means you strike out or get out seven out of ten yeah. times. He's like, but if you can deal with that mentally, you're going to be a good baseball player. And comedy is almost the same way. It's not maybe the same percentages, but it's like it's a lot of failure and rejection. If you can manage that, 
then you can stick it out. You know what I mean? And you yep. can, you can, so I try not to get jaded or bitter by all that stuff. I just realize I'm very fortunate to be in the position I'm in. I'm very happy to be in the position I am. If all the other stuff comes later, professional, you know, management, all the, you get this, you get that. If that comes, great. And if it doesn't come, that's fine. I still it's get a, to go out a, and make people laugh for money. That's It's all great. about the journey. It, it is. No, but it is. And you have to like, at the end of the day, it's a job. I hate saying fucking cliches at the end of the day. I mean, what? what? That's one of my favorites. You, you've said it 17 times this weekend. I know, I know. And it's your fault that I'm saying it right we're now. We're like an old married couple <laughs> after a weekend together. You know what else I hate at about At the you? end of the day, you piss me off, You're Gregory. Your fingers, you say women. You say end of the day all the time. No, but it's just like, so you know, funny. you have to literally shake yourself out of feeling like it's work and realize this is a dope job it's a pretty awesome job it's a dope i've been, my dog has been in the green room with us all weekend yeah that's that's amazing he, he chilled with us he, we hung out in these really crazy bars we go yeah, to these really crazy fun. places and, and and the people here treat you nice like they don't they don't make you feel like some places you go they make you feel like just shut up and get up there and dance like a yeah, monkey because you're go. here to sell chicken go fingers monkey. and you're just like okay you know <laughs> chicken fingers so but bad. but you know it, we we're super for like I'm su- I feel super. If I could do this for the rest of my life, I'm happy. You're because, going to. Yeah. Well, let's hope I don't do it at this level. I'm just saying, like, if I could stop with the fucking. You can't put that <laughs> word in your hope and I hope right. and I try and you just. I just want to go. Here's the thing. <clears throat> I just want to not be negative. I want to focus the best on what I do on stage, and and that's why I don't. That's why I am so down on myself too. Because like, I want to make. I know I'm be- capable of better stuff, and I want to get there. But it's, t- it's just. The worst, most frustrating thing is there's no roadmap. There's no shortcut to it. It's just, there's nothing. You, ha- it's just you time really, on have stage. to go. It's time on stage. Yeah. But the good thing about you, and I think why you and I are such close friends, is our egos in check. Yeah, I mean, there's it's so not, many great comments. There's nothing. Like, how could you not? Uh, I just like the ego. That ego drives me nuts. It's like you have a joke, and you'll be like, "Oh, I love this joke," and you'll feel like I really wrote a good joke. You'll be proud of it, and then like six months later, you'll be like, "Oh God, I can't believe I wrote that joke." You know, yeah. or whatever. I, there's people that I know that have been doing comedy like you know 20 years and they're same set and they're like I kill I crush I need to headline I can't come there unless I headline I need this you're like, it's like bitch you're like, what the, yeah like what, what are f- you talking yeah. get get a get a reality check S- seriously you reinvent know what I mean? yourself yeah put some work in you know what I mean put some work in take some risk it's it's it's, def- it's a tough that's all we did this weekend I know. I know. we're just giving each other different we're just, we're just yeah. So, yeah hey what, close on something different okay sign, hey, hey that's sign. really funny just go say that yeah. go, go, say <laughs> like, that. go okay, do that yeah that's sure. great but that's the best way that's where you get more more material and more whatever you, you fall do. on your face you know but it's also good like I like that's why I like to have you and Marcella with me because you guys are like I my like close her. friends she's, and she's great yeah we know each other's material and we can give each other critiques it's like yeah. don't do you do this this way every time don't do it this fucking way i always tell people i'm like i always tell people like hey can you give me uh criticism Kevin. constructive or destructive i like i always have you write for me sometimes yeah like, well i i love doing because we have the similar kevin do you want to say hi kevin come here you have to come into my microphone what's up Kev? kevin's been our, our our waiter all weekend this is kevin this is my podcast so this is oh. your one shot to not fuck it up hi everybody that was really titillating, Kevin, Kevin. That was titillating. Kevin, you're fired. No. <laughs> are you single, Kevin? I am. I am. How tall are you? Six foot. I'm 21 years of age. Bam, ladies. Man, look at that. But I gotta say, Kevin's voice sounds like he's kind of like a meek presence. <laughs> I'm gonna say that about you, Kevin. I'm not. I'm not criticizing. But your voice sounds like like my voice. I feel sounds it like milky. My voice. I feel like if a, a girl's listening, to it, that's got to be a really decent looking guy, right? Uh, and, and then, then they, they see me. They're like, your, what is that? Like, it looks like a parade kid. balloon. You yeah. look like comedy. Who Alec had a kid? Baldwin and Chaz Bono had a baby. All right, <laughs> it's, it's not that funny. Right? <laughs> I love it. 
joke. But, but Kevin's like a good looking dude. He's like built, jacked, whatever. Great so if the ladies are hair. looking for, yeah, Kevin from Good Healy. complexion. Look at the complexion on him. Yeah, I wish I had that complexion when I was a kid. 21 years old skin. with this complexion. Are you I was Scandinavian? Polish. See? Eastern European. It's so mass. close. Pure pole. There you go. Chicken Get mass. your pure pole out of my face, Kevin. He said pure pole. Yeah. Is that a thing? I am 100% Polish, yeah. So you Whoa. know what that means? He works. He works. Polish people he's work. He's cute. That's why he's got that good skin. It's a it's a depression. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm blessed with the good skin. You are blessed with that. 20 years old. He's spry. Do you know when I was 20 how bad my... I, I was on... You're still on AIDS. I was on, I was on every antibiotic for my skin. Tetracycline. I was on all that shit. I had everything. Uh, yeah, you had yeah. bad skin? Um, yeah, I still do. Look at no, me. No, you don't. Oh, my God. No, you don't. I look like Pinhead from Hellraiser. <laughs> That's like, my complexion. It's like I look like Freddie after the furnace, and that's like on a good day, you know. It's like I got. I wait, got, wait, wait! Can we change your memoir title to Freddie after the furnace? I'm not going to even have memoirs. It's just going to be pamphlets. They're going to be two page pamphlets. Pam- Did you just say pamphlets? All right, can we stop? I can't, Kevin. It's like, it's like one in the morning, Kevin. Did he right? say pamphlets? He did. What the fuck? You and you know what? You know what? Pamphlets. You know what drives me nuts. All day long, you've been talking about your private education, I and you can't get the plural of women. You went to women. Syracuse Public Schools. How good could those be? Yeah, well, you know what? Ask my teachers about all the extra credit oh, work. Let's ask this. When was the last time somebody left Syracuse and achieved something? Jesse May Peluso. All right. 2011. Gonna Never back, forget. We're going to back that up. <laughs> <laughs> 2011. That's hilarious. I hope I hope Justin's listening to this right now. He's like, shit, it's 2011. I better get cracking. What are we going to we gotta get something on the books? You said pamphlets. <laughs> All right. I mispronounced because it's one in the morning. What is it? What's the word? Pamphlets. Oh, I feel like you yeah, just yeah. Googled it. 13 years of private education. You <laughs> kept saying that all day. We were at Mother's. I went to, I went to get all day. high school. And you kept saying woman for women. You're like, at, you, this is what you do. This is the joke that drives me up a goddamn right. wall. It's a horrible joke. So you, it's it. not a horrible joke. You'd go, all right. And you got your this thing, this li- wrist thing. I know. That I flap like a bird. You look like a, a pterodactyl. Bird. I know. Just yeah. have the broken wing. My You're mic like, technique how many, bothers people. How many women? How many women think they're more sexually active than men? And I'm on the side of the stage. He just say woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what is he? What is? Who is this guy? But here's the thing. You've. This is the worst part. You, we've conservatively done probably fifty shows together over the course of been like at least sixty-two. Um, let's, let's say sixty-five. All right, over the course 62. of like three or four years, uh-huh. and this is the first time you said it. And I've probably been saying that bullshit for at least two years. Because well, I just thought you were years. having like some sort of like stroke on stage. I'm like, well, maybe he went to public school. I don't know what his fucking. I think problem during that is. late that last set, I was going to actually have a stroke on stage <laughs> at one point. I was just going to be like, <laughs> and fall over. Strokes are funny, dude. When I looked at the girl, like. She was making like weird looks at me and everything, and she goes, "I'm a firefighter." Just like I didn't, even, I was like, I didn't. A female firefighter? Yes, I that's said. That's hot. And she goes, "Well," and I go, "That's weird." And she's like, "Yeah, I wear. I'm just like the man firefighters, but I wear heels." Bitch, that's a hooker. I was, I was, yeah, I was like, "No, you don't, you're like a stripper that wears a costume." Oh, so you're a stripper? Yeah. Like, what fires are you putting out, what, bitch? What fire, dick yeah. fires? What are you gonna? You, I hear clop, clop, clop down my hallway. You're gonna throw me over your shoulder and your five inch pumps and carry me out of the house? No, you're not. What no, you're kind of not. Heels? Maybe there's some jobs that maybe. What kind of heels go clop, clop, clop? I don't know, but big stripper ones, like the big stripper <laughs> oh, heels. Oh, true. With the fish in them? I'll say this with fish yeah, in you know, them. You know, like some of the. He- there's been stripper heels and they have. They're filled with water with goldfish in them. No. Yes. Gotta go Atlanta, son. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> 
I see. Here's another thing. Like, I don't know if I'd ever want to go to Atlanta. There's a certain. You, we're, um, we're going to Atlanta. Oh, no, now no, that you say you don't want to go, no, I'm boy. fucking forced. It's gonna be the worst. <laughs> I don't want to go to Atlanta. Perfect. You're there next March. You're gonna take me some horror. I've been. To, I mean, you know, I, I I've been to some horrible strip bars when I was younger, and I'm gonna tell you this. I was at one one time, and the girl got off stage. This isn't even funny, and she just sat there and ate a bacon cheddar cheeseburger with the barbecue stripper? sauce. The stripper, like right next to us. And I just looked at her. And I'm like, "You're ruining it. You're ruining the illusion right she, now." She on stage? Yeah. No, no. Like she came off stage. Like her set was done. And ate the cheeseburger down, on the floor. Plopped. Yeah, just plopped down. What? Plopped down and ate a bacon cheddar cheeseburger with barbecue sauce all over her fingers and her hands and everything. And she just looked at me. She's like, "What?" And I'm like, "My buddies are like, don't, don't say it. Please don't say it." And I was like, "I, I think this is before I did kind of got. You're ruining it." And she's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "You're ruining the illusion." Uh, not for me, but for the other go guys in here. Every, I mean, I, I that goes, was me this morning. She goes, "Everyone needs to eat." And I'm like, "Yes." Bitch, all in these the, in the locker room. I was like, "Bitch, all these guys in here have a girl at home eating a bacon that look cheddar like cheeseburger right now. right now." Yeah, bitch, you, you just look like the girl at home. I was, aware, I was like offended. For did these then people. did you walk away like <laughs> clop 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 clop? <laughs> I, I don't know if it was a stripper or maybe a Clydesdale for Budweiser, uh, but either way. <laughs> Yeah, but it so it was weird tonight. Tonight was fun, but we had a good time. I did. Oh, this was a great weekend. It really was. I mean, honestly, you're one Syracuse of my favorite people to too. travel with. Yeah, you were there for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, it's about adventures, Marty. It's about adventures. It's about the journey. It's about the journey. Not the destination. No. I think that's a train lyric, so I can kill myself now. It's no. It, it, well, I was just gonna say I thought of journey. What what song did we sing while oh, Peter was driving? Thing. Oh, that was so funny. We pulled up to the toll booth and Peter was driving. It was like and hearts broken into. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Worlds apart. Yeah. Huh? It's broken in two, two, two. Everyone just turned off and this whole Peter podcast. And Peter told us to shut the fuck up. Everyone just turned off the podcast. <laughs> like, I'm fucking done with these two clowns. This is fucking loser. And why is she talking to him? Tell um, everybody where they can find you, Marty. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. I that's Plug your shit. I need a social media. Like, most people aren't going to pander the way I am, but I need a social media. I'm really shitty at Twitter. I freely admit Enough that. with the fucking self-deprecation. No, I'm just being honest. I really am. You're shitty. not shitty. See You're not shitty on stage. You're not shitty with the social media. <laughs> okay. But... I need Twitter followers, so that would be great. If, you know what one if, thing you are good at? What? Holding baby kangaroos, you monster. Oh, that was so great. We like, held baby kangaroos at Syracuse. So, I, was, <laughs> I handed you the one that smelled like shit, though. I was like, oh, this is yours, Jessica. May. I'm you held me it. a kangaroo oh, with shit diapers. disgusting smelling. Why are there kangaroos? There's kangaroos in Destiny, USA, in Syracuse, New York. And they, the kangaroos had diapers on, and Marty hands me the one that smelled like turds. Dude, and then the best part was, I was like, these are such beautiful creatures. And then and then this is how violent like guys are. It's such beautiful creatures. And the guy goes, if you want to come out and box one, we have adult ones at the place. Yeah, he like, said, it was for real. I was like, I'll fucking fight a kangaroo right now. What are you saying to me? Let's go out tomorrow and punch a kangaroo right in the face. I'll fucking drop kick a yeah. kangaroo. But then I went home and I watched a YouTube video of people boxing kangaroos. No, they box them. They're like the Matrix, because they sit on their tail. Their tails are they're wicked balancing. strong. And their feet just go like, wah, wah, wah. They, they, kick, they, as they well? kick you in the chest. They'll like cut your heart open. And so shit. do they box with their little they paws? They box with their paws. They will knock you out. There's I, there's videos on the internet. I gotta watch this shit. That yeah. sounds fascinating. I shouldn't even plug my Twitter. I should just plug videos <laughs> of kangaroos <laughs> knocking guys out. It's amazing. Um, Where can they find you though? For real? Okay, so you can find me on Twitter. It's at Marty Caproni. She hates cap when I say like this. cat, Roni cap, like macaroni, cap like a baseball cap, Roni like rice aroni, <laughs> cap rice aroni. That's right. That's my Real name. White on trash. Yeah, that's my name on Twitter. That's my name on Facebook, and that's my name on Instagram. And you can find him opening for me all across America, which I love. Thank He's you one of my so favorite much. people. You're my family. I love You're you, brother. Yeah, I'm gonna adopt yeah, you, yeah, my adopted sister. brother. <laughs> that's so great. That's so funny. I love you, Marty. I love you too. Thanks so much for everything. I'm I'm done after this. Okay, folks. Uh. 
there's, I have to apologize. The first runner up is Columbia. Miss Universe 2015 is Philippines. Listen, folks, let me just take control of this. This is exactly what's on the card. I will take responsibility for this. It was my mistake. It was on the card. Horrible mistake, but the right thing, I can show it to you right here. The first runner-up is Columbia. It is my mistake. Still a great night. Please don't hold it against the ladies. Please don't. We feel so badly, but it's still a great night. Thank you all. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.